Pokémon. Get shot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> just look like a total like. If that happens because it's October, I'm gonna wear a Phantom of the Opera mask. Do it! Oh my god! <laughs> you like sing halfway through. <laughs> I like go underground for six months and like learn <laughs> opera. I'm like, what happened to our podcast? <laughs> we do long distance recording just yes. so you could learn opera. And or I just speak hobby. into like a voice mixer. <laughs> You're like, yes, Christy. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to watch Fan of the Opera. Yeah, it's that time yes. of year again. Yes. I always get super depressed for about three days after I watch Fan of the oh, Opera. Oh, because it's so sad. Because I hate Raul. I yeah, hate Raul. Raul. We love you, Patrick Wilson, but fuck Raul. Yeah. Fuck, fuck your character. Fuck Raul and the goddamn cunt. Yeah, he's a bitch. Bitch. He's an ugly bitch. Four. All right, let's do this. Yay, let's do this. Have you been recording? Yeah. Oh, we need to... Are we just going to jump into it? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not redoing shit. I'm sick. (laughs) Hello, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to Anyways, How's Your Sex Life? Hey, welcome. We are your sick hosts. I'm Channa. Yeah, I'm Corey. (laughs) And we've been very sick this past week. We're recording like Sunday night, 9.38 p.m. Because we have been like taking turns being like violently ill this whole fucking week. In fact, like we were supposed to do like a whole like eight hour patreon day to day but we couldn't because we've been so sick i was like Corey, we're only recording the episode or i might kill myself yeah so uh hello I everybody episode 44 episode 44 we want to die we're getting it to you even though we want to die so that should tell you how much yeah. we love you guys because we know we've been shitty in terms of this summer with like getting oh because yeah. we've missed like what three episodes probably because oh, yeah. i had like a minor opioid addiction and like yes. just summer existed because i like decided to fuck everything up um, but we decided we can't let that happen anymore. No. So even though we are sick, we're here, we're queer, we're doing this. <laughs> even though I've only said like one word at a time this entire time. <laughs> I see. I drank like three I'm shots. Like, yes. I no. dr- oh, you did. I, you I did, did have three shots. I had shots back to back, so I'm feeling good. Corey nice. cannot drink right now. I cannot drink. I do have a UTI. I don't mind saying that. Yeah. It's not. It's sadly not from sex even. Wow, like, fuck sucks. me. It's because he held pee in everybody. Yeah, okay. Don't do that. Don't hold pee. I was sick, and then I woke up like friday morning and had to go like pee because of all night yeah i didn't go pee all night yeah yeah and then i literally just went back to sleep and woke up like four hours later well and so that's when my mom's a nurse and she was like yeah that's probably it <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, at least your sister's with simone now that's true we both have UTI. Yeah, we and i've had UTIs. uti sisters, sisters. yeah <laughs> our bodies are kidney, like we're stop. kidney sisters <laughs> so i have some announcements for you guys First yes. and foremost, pa 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 So we are recording a fuckload of Patreon episodes this Wednesday for September's Patreon. Yeah. Because now it looks like the trend is Patreon stuff will be coming out towards the end of the month. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, we try. It's been obviously if you've been listening to us these past few months, it's been kind of a shit show these past three or four months. Yeah. But uh. 
Patreon's really important to us, so we're going to get it done this week. So it should be – all the new Patreon stuff should be out towards the end of the week. Yes. Okay. Um, next announcement. This is a big one. Yes. So listen, everybody. <laughs> I've, all, I've said yes like 20 <laughs> times. I'm going to do the majority of the talking this episode. Corey's just the, the – Y'all, I want to die. Corey's the audience. I'm going to hold really up. I really want to just fall asleep and wake up. Four weeks from now, two weeks from now, when I'm better. You know what you should do? So done with. You this. should like p- put in like sitcom audience laughter after every <laughs> joke, because Corey hates sitcom. I hate sitcoms. reactions. I hate sitcoms. Period. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we need listener stories. So yes. for the past few episodes, I have talked about it, but I didn't realize how soon we needed them. So we are doing um, episode fifty in. Like I think on like November fourth or okay, so. Yeah. Um, that is our listener okay. stories episode, and that's also a really important mark episode fifty. So we fucking need listener stories, yeah, everybody, because I think we've only maybe had two submitted to us so far, which is crazy. Because last time uh-huh. we had a lot more at this point, uh-huh. so I'm like getting a little nervous. But we, I mean, we, we, that time we were like, oh hey, we need these in a month. Yeah. Whereas we, now we are saying that. Yeah. So now I'm saying we need these in a month. So please start sending it to us like right this second. Um, we also note with that, we're going to assume that you want to be anonymous unless you specifically say otherwise. In the text. In the text. So, like, say, hey, Chana Corey, I don't want to be anonymous. My name is Buttermilk Titty Fuck. And then, like, we will call you Buttermilk Titty Fuck. Yeah. Or if you say, like, I do want to remain anonymous. Or, no, don't even yeah, say so, that. Yeah, other we're, way around. Yeah. We're just going to assume that you're anonymous unless you specifically state yeah, otherwise. Yeah, yeah. So, we need your listener stories. You can send it to us on Instagram or our Facebook Messenger, or email. Email's the easiest, because it's easy for me to organize that, because I have yeah. lots of labels and folders and filters. But um, all the other ways is fine as well. Whatever way is convenient to you. I mean, I will fucking, like, you can write us a goddamn letter. <laughs> like, just send us some fucking <laughs> listener stories, everybody. Dude. Like, I, we need them. With tasteful Polaroid nudes. Again, tasteful nudes. That's what we yeah. requested last time, butthole pics. And someone <laughs> did draw out their butthole They did for draw us. a butthole. And it was the greatest was day cute. of our life. Um, next announcement. This one's really exciting for you motherfuckers who like Amazon. Ooh, yeah. We've done it before. We're yes. doing it again because we had great success with the last one and you guys really enjoyed it too. So we have a $50 Amazon gift card giveaway planned for you guys. So, um, first of all, the winner is going to be announced December 1st. And then I think like our episode comes out like a day or two after that, but it's going to be announced on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Okay. Now, to enter the giveaway, um, there's you can get one or two entries, depending on what you do. So you can get one entry if you rate us on Apple Podcasts. Rate us five stars or four stars, whatever. If yeah. you go below four stars, you are never going to see I my mean, titties. If you and you hit us for some reason, I mean, go ahead. Yeah. I'm not going to give you $50 Amazon gift card. That's true. If you send us a, anything you, less than four stars. Fuck yeah. You. Then like, fuck <laughs> you. Fuck I'm not going to give you money. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second, the way you can get two entries is if you leave us, if you rate us and then also leave us a review. Mm. So yeah. just rating us one entry rate plus review two. So how you can show us your entry is just take a screenshot of your rating or your rating plus review and send it to us to enter. So you can send it to us on Instagram, Facebook, or through our website. If you don't send it to us, we will not know who to send it to Mm-mm. because all of your Apple usernames are not related to your Instagram handles or Facebook. Now, our Instagram is Anyways How's Your Sex Life. Our Facebook and Twitter is AHYSL Podcast, and our website is AHYSLpodcast.com. Yes. The easiest thing to do is to go to our website and just click Contact Us, and every single social media button and like an email form is right there for you. Nice. So you can just send us Very whatever easy. you want. 
Next announcement. I have three more announcements. Did okay. you hear that? Yeah, it just got spooky. It's because it's fall now, or yeah. almost fall, so it's getting like spooky outside. Oh, yeah. um, next one. I said it like a month ago, but then like I work got crazy, so I just couldn't do it. But now I've worked really hard this past month to be able to have time during the day to focus on social, social media, media for the podcast. So um, this week I have plans to do like a whole social media overhaul. Um, so I'm gonna be making a lot of content. I think I'm, I plan on doing like four to five posts a week, stories whenever we can. We're going to do Instagram lives like a bunch, especially like this fall. We have activities planned every single weekend and then activities planned during the week as well. Corey and I are now recording episodes on Wednesdays. So we're going to get stuff. We're going to like live stream stuff on Wednesdays. Like there's going to be a bunch of shit, a bunch of content. So to see all that content, you have to follow us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook. And you're going to see so much fun fucking shit from us yeah and thank you for those who already follow us on twitter because we like pretty much have ignored that yeah <laughs> Corey's like not me every once in a while i'm like funny meme <laughs> yeah Corey's in charge of twitter so that's not my that's not my spot. but i barely post on it's instagram like anymore like ever since i broke my hand i just couldn't i just could not do it no, this yeah, summer. it's been a tough it's been a tough summer it's been a tough six yeah. months for me yeah. tbh um okay next thing i want to talk about um, I have two more announcements, but one of these announcements we want to, we might need to edit out because I meant to talk to you about this earlier, Corey. Okay. Because um, Bakes reminded me of it this week, actually, because oh. he said, hey, do you guys have merch out already? Because we promised merch in July. Oh, um, so I said 2020. Let's not promise merch. 2020. That's yeah. a good idea. So I said we're going to get merch probably like early 2020 or. Let's just not even announce it. Okay. Yeah, because Bakes messaged me this week about the merch and I was like. Yeah, I saw that. No, let's. Let's just not even announce it because I just want to see how the podcast goes over the next three months. Yeah. And then like decide for merch or not. Uh, okay. Then my final announcement is the most important announcement of them all. Yay. This is probably the most important announcement I've ever made in the history of announcements because on September 28th is Tyler's oh, birthday. Yay! <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Happy yes, birthday, yes. Tyler. Fuck, fuck, I want to fuck you in the butt. <laughs> Happy birthday, Tyler. Here is my cunt. <laughs> Here is my cunt. <laughs> Happy but birthday, Tyler. They totally rhyme. Happy fucking birthday, Tyler. We Yay, love you. Happy him. birthday, Tyler. Tyler is the nicest human being that you, if you ever get to meet Tyler, you're lucky yeah. because he is a goddamn gem. He's amazing. Agreed. So, happy birthday. Anyways, that's all my announcements. Awesome. Scene. Let's get to my faggoty facts. Yes. Okay. Um, so mine today are about sexualities that you might not know or understand. <gasps> uh, a few of these are pretty are a few of these are pretty uh relevant, but a couple of these aren't super relevant, but that might just be me being the problem. Well, <laughs> I have to sneeze. I could just feel it. Oh yeah. Also, if you'll hear squeaking, it's like totally this goddamn. It's gonna chair. break. It is imploded on the bottom. I can feel it's it. It's gonna break. Like if y'all, we'll we'll leave it in. If it ever breaks during recording, we'll leave it. <laughs> Corey in. might die. I think I might go to IKEA and buy a new one this week. Cause it's only like ten bucks. Oh, that's or I might true. just buy like I have fold up chairs and I might just. Yeah, I have even that, storage that fold up chair works. That I have a, work. I have one at my storage yeah. unit. Yeah, no, it's gonna break today because I like sat on it. Or I put my knee on it and I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty like imploded. <laughs> I was like, no cats allowed in the in the media room tonight. Oh yeah, if I. Ugh. I would kill myself. If you kill the cat, I don't know if I could speak to I you would again. Just, I would just take a cyanide pill. <laughs> Drink the goddamn Kool-Aid. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the first one is androgynosexual. 
So it's people that are just uh, sexually attracted to both men and women. So they're basically either bi or pansexual, however okay. you want to say. This probably is just like a more specific identifier of pansexual, I would maybe say. Um, you could argue. Um, it's uh, just they p- particularly like men and women are people who just look androgynous. So they just look partly male and partly female or they just look like uh, like an intermediate sex or they're they don't they don't identify or they're just like mm. uh, or not. They just identify. They just appear uh, as androgynous. Okay. Yeah, because it has nothing to do with their the, how they identify, but more how they look to the beholder. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that person would say so solely based off of looks. Yeah, so that person <laughs> is solely based off of looks. Say, oh, I'm an an, an or androgynosexual because they're like I like people who look like androgynous, where they look both male and female, or they don't really I Id- have a look like you could identify them as male or female. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then we have two is an autosexual. Oh. Uh, what do you think that is? Autosexual. <laughs> so like I'm gonna assume the wrong one, but just by auto, oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, cars. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's not. Only- <laughs> but I know that's wrong, <laughs> so that's why I'm like, I'm um, not even in the ballpark. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Oh. Um, so autosexual are people that respond to. They they car like sounds. yeah they were they were <laughs> car to the to the the heel revving. Yeah. They're like ah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, if you're into revving, that's okay. It's better than scatting. But, it's, like, come on. It's, like, ten levels above scatting. Like, you don't need to make sex that ridiculous. <laughs> they, like, fucking exhaust pipe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, in heels. <laughs> in heels. So, basically, these people have a... They're, like, identified as they have a trouble with getting aroused with other people. Whether okay. it be for, like, nerves or anxiety or whatever it may be. But they, like, really respond very well to their own touch. Oh. So whether it may be for, like, you know, X, enter reason Fine. here. They they respond to themselves or their own personal touch more than anything else. Oh. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't mean that they don't have, like, relationships with other people or sexual relationships with other people. But they're just, like, way better at maybe doing it themselves. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably most most uh, women identify as Okay, that. yeah, that makes <laughs> because, sense. Because uh, straight boys don't know what the clit is or yeah. how to find it. Yes. So I just watched the Between Two Ferns movie because it was just released on Netflix. Oh, like, yeah. Yesterday. What's that all about? It's hysterical. Like, yeah. we were, it's the perfect stoned movie. Because, uh-huh. like, every joke is kind of, like, designed for a stoned person. So it's hysterical. But there's this one part where he He's like, I deserve it because I'm a straight white male. And it's like, I laugh like <laughs> 10 minutes about it because it was so like on the nose. That's funny. I, I agree. That's funny. Um, so the third one is asexual. So uh, just to say uh, an asexual person is uh, one who has no sexual feelings or desires. But keep in mind that asexual people can still feel attracted uh, to one or more genders in a romantic, intellectual or emotional way. Um, they can also enjoy physical contact and mutual nudity, but they just are disinterested in sex. I know a couple people who are asexual. Yeah, so I don't. So to me, I don't even really know much. I don't know if that's like if they, like, like maybe even to some asexuals, they would argue that like, uh, just like feeling somebody naked, it turns them on, but like they don't want like intercourse or like blowjobs or I don't even know. I know that I know a couple asexual people, like I said. Some who identify as male, some who identifies as like female, uh-huh. um, and the one I know that identifies as a woman, uh-huh. um, she is like in a very serious relationship with the man. Yeah, and um, whenever they have sex, uh, from what she's kind of described, is she's not really into it, but she knows he's into it, and so she because she oh, loves nice. him and cares about him, like yeah, she's, she's like, gonna whatever. do it. But it's like 
it's not her driving factor for anything is Got like it. sex but that's just her personally i don't know if that's all asexual people that's just her personal experience yeah that's like her so i thought it was interesting because like cause compromise you know, with her relationship yeah I exactly guess. like yeah. they start making out and stuff and she's like okay this is great but like has no crazy desire like fuck oh to like keep going yeah, yeah we're like you sense. know like we're if, if, like, i can you's... understand that <laughs> <laughs> on the only level of women <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah she just you know she loves her her partner and so she wants to no yeah that makes satisfy sense yeah, them. i get that but like she's not gonna go wank it about it later yeah she doesn't care okay uh the next one is gray sexual oh. which is basically somebody who doesn't like to have sex very often but uh does experience sexual arousal and sexual desire mm. so it's like uh it's people who who like just uh, like you know, ever since they've been a sexual being or they've, they have, you know, identified as themselves being a sexual being, they haven't really needed to have sex or wanted to have sex or had sexual desires very often. So they mm-hmm. don't think they don't say it as a low libido. Yeah. Um, they don't like to they don't like that label. They need to be like because, it, you know, that's usually with age or with depression and stuff like that, which is they're just like, no, like I'm not asexual because I do desire and like sex, but it's just like very rarely. Yeah. So huh. they're gray sexuals. That's interesting. Gray sexuals. Um, and there's ob- objectum sexual, which is just like people that are romantically and sometimes sexually attracted to objects so um cars stuff like that yeah fuck the exhaust pipe yeah uh, a guy told or th- they're actually a specific example uh Is that the i guy saw an article where it was somebody told anderson cooper specifically that he was a- attracted to cars and it like turned him on i watched the um that's like, like a big like thing the my strange heard. addiction <gasps> yeah show and like it was a guy like married a car and like had sexual intercourse with his car oh and stuff. God. And I was like, what? Again, <laughs> okay. Why make sex so difficult? And like a girl <laughs> married a tree and like has sex with the tree because she just like humps, dry humps the tree oh until well, she like orgasms because I mean, it'll work you, eventually. You do you. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't relate to that at all. I don't relate to that at all. But at least it's not scatting. <laughs> at least, again, it's not scatting. <laughs> now, what if they're a scatter who's into fucking no. cars? They shit on their car. They they're like, shit on ah, their car. take God it through your car wash and like orgasm. <laughs> Them harder than they've ever orgasmed they, like, before. They on the car on the windshield and then turn on the wipers. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my worst nightmare. Oh god. You're trapped in the car. Yeah, ah. right. Oh god. Okay, so the last one is a sapiosexual. It's people who are uh, find intelligence very sexually attractive and arousing. I think most people do find it uh, arousing, but these are like people to a semi not an extreme but just like a lot more where it's like that's what they look into and it like literally turns them on so i have a story about this yes. i just read about it today so it's interesting you you mentioned this yes because there is like a news reporter i think like in london or something uh-huh. who they were like advertising this next story as like a really big announcement and they're kind of, and like he was building it up to be like a whole coming out like him being either bisexual or pansexual oh, yeah. or gay but instead like he said that he was what is it like sapio sapio or sapio sorry yeah I, sapio is probably more like right. sapiosexual yeah but like the build-up was so extreme that like that like a lot of the people LGBT, thought it was like well yeah. a lot of the lgbtq community got like incredibly offended from it because they felt like he was just trying to use this as a way to like bank oh, on makes i'm so different and unique yeah and um so yeah there's like a huge he was, uh, like, queer baiting in a weird way yeah exactly yeah because yeah, he's like well i can relate well like i am i'm into intellect and this and that so yeah so a lot of people are kind of and that's a that's it. a big pool pool for today is like whether or not they want to add k for kink into the lgbtq plus 
mm. um, LGBTQIA, like yeah. oh, they want to add a K after it. Mm. So, I mean, my hot take on it is no, but it's know, a mouthful. It's a mouth. You know, I, well, I just think like I mean, you don't have like oppression in a way i mean you maybe have like a oh that's weird but like you're not going to be killed because you like your car and nobody was ever killed for like liking their car yeah or fucking their car yeah know? like so i don't think that's it, a that's a good take on it that's yeah. like yeah because you're you're not experienced day-to-day like everyday oppression from it yeah exactly and, like, cause or like you're not going to be fired from your job i just, mean you might be <laughs> well yeah like <laughs> i'd be like dude <laughs> you might be fired from your job but like <laughs> probably but maybe not though yeah. whereas like if you were just like a like a lesbian woman or bisexual or gay or trans or something like yeah. that yeah and then you can get into a whole deeper argument that's just like whatever but it's, yeah i don't it, it's just like yeah you haven't really felt oppression like uh, like for that yeah i feel okay so that's a different podcast <laughs> that's a different podcast <laughs> recording i offend next next week thousands. on on our queer baiting podcast <laughs> <laughs> where we lose every listener we've ever we've ever gained just by offending you about something whether yeah. or not we like don't agree with your like straight views or your gay views enough because yeah. maybe we're not like we queer enough a podcast like that where it's like time to get offended yeah that would be a, <laughs> That'd fun, be a fun one actually <gasps> that would be a, we should do this we could like never fun. have a job <laughs> like oh Corey, we have a job i'll keep us well, employed I know, forever but, like we could never have a job outside of the company ever yeah that would be it it <laughs> would be literally it <laughs> okay i'm done my okay. faggots are done spooky scoop so yeah. mine's kind of long today Ooh, yay so um in psa mine's not like go vegan announcement <laughs> mine is just a we're going to talk about gross things that yes. are allowed in your food by the FDA, whether Ew. it's like vegan things or not vegan things. Okay. Because sometimes when vegans start talking about this, it's like a tactic they use to make people go vegan. Yeah. Because there's a few of these that like are specifically like you like look what's in your milk. It's super gross. But uh, I'm just talking about in like the FDA handbook of like things that are allowed and not allowed. This are like the hot takes from it. Okay. So I have multiple different sections with multiple different examples of what the FDA allows. Okay. So first one, the first sec- section is insects, fragments, and those fragments I'm talking about are like legs, arms, wings, heads, etc. Um, and also different types of in- insects. Most of these I'm going to pronounce incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Thrips. Cool. Aphids. Aphids or aphids. Aphids. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sick. Maggots, fruit flies, and corn earworms. Yuck. So these are all of like I mean, that's the protein of the future under this category. These are what what is allowed. So chocolate can have an average of 59 or less fragments per 100 gra- grams of chocolate. Coffee beans. Wait, can you say it again? So most of these I'm going to have to say multiple times so you can understand <laughs> it because <laughs> here we go. Oh, God. So chocolate. And so I'm getting all this information from an article that tried to, like, use normal language in place of, like, FDA. Oh, good, good, good. Um, like, legal jargon language. Yeah, yeah. But it's still, like, I was, like, reading through these sentences, and I was like, this is going to be a wild You're one. like, fuck. <laughs> so chocolate can have an average of 59 or less fragments um, per 100 grams of chocolate. Okay. So they go through 100 grams of chocolate. How many grams of chocolate is a Hershey's bar? I don't know. Here, I want to look that up. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me specific examples about... How many grams of chocolate... Oh, wait, you can't talk. Dang it. <laughs> How many grams of chocolate is in a Hershey's bar? Or in a Hershey's bar. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll edit all this out. Sorry. That's okay. 
It's only 10 o'clock. The night is young for podcast world. True. Uh, 43 grams. Okay, so in two and a half chocolate bars, there has to be less than 59 insect fragments. Damn. That's gross. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> so, like, every, so, like, chances are the bite you take probably has an insect fragment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But what, yeah, like, what is an insect fragment? Like, a mi- microscopic fragment, probably, like, that's, that's a great chill. question. I, I don't we're, know. We're fine with eating that. I like to imagine really gro- gruesome stuff with this, like a whole fucking insect like head. Like a grasshopper like head, just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like, it's more fun to think gross, because, like, yeah, True. life's gross. And you have, like, <laughs> you, there's no escape from this. Everything you buy has gross has shit. Eight in spiders it. in it, because yeah. you eat eight spiders every year. <laughs> So Which next one, because we're only on number two oh, of God. like two pages sorry, of stuff. Sorry, sorry, goddamn. Coffee beans are good to sell if an average of nine percent or less by count are insect infested or insect damaged. Damn. So they like take a sample size, and if nine percent or less is infected by insects, it's good to go. Anything more than nine percent, they're like fuck this. Okay. Next one, macaroni and other noodle products can have an average of two hundred and twenty-four insect fragments. Um, in less than 225 grams of noodle products, Ooh, which is a lot. That's a they lot. just grind it up with the noodles. That's yeah. a lot. Next, ground nutmeg is allowed to have an average of 99 or less insect fragments per 10 grams. Damn. Ground nutmeg. So whenever you so this season, this fall season when you're making that pumpkin bread, yeah. pumpkin cookies, it's pumpkin, pumpkin insect. pie, pumpkin something, just know you're putting insect fragments into that fucking pie. Ew. Nothing's vegan. Okay, next. Nothing is vegan. I'm going to talk about straight-up insects, like the thrips or aphids, mites, Uh maggots, fruit flies, corn earworms. Straight-up fucking insects. So frozen broccoli can have an average of 59 or less aphids or thrips or mites per 100 grams. Okay. Gross. Yeah, gross. Next one, canned or dried mushrooms are allowed to have up to 20 maggots of any size Per 100 grams of canned mushrooms or 15 grams of dried mushrooms. Full-blown maggots. Next one, maraschino cherries are only considered unsafe. There's an average of 5% or more pieces of maggots in like a jar. Ew. Next next section is larvae and insect eggs. This is the worst. So, in canned or frozen spinach, which I currently have in my freezer as we speak, the FDA draws the line at larva that is longer than 12 millimeters per 24 pounds of spinach. Anything less than 12 millimeters, good to go. Oh, man. <laughs> That's disgusting. Next is canned sweet corn. It can have no more than um, larva that's longer than one than two millimeters so canned corn is you know way smaller okay, but larva. that's like crazy small that's fine yeah and and like that? corn you're not gonna notice on corn yeah. next is canned tomatoes can have an average of 10 or more fly eggs per 500 grams Ooh. or five or more fly eggs and one maggot per 500 grams Ooh. so if it has a maggot done fuck that okay moving on to rodent so this is Hair, body parts, poop, all the gross stuff. So cocoa powder can have one rodent hair per sample of 50 grams. Okay. Whoa, that's not a lot. Um, Cinnamon can have 10 rodent hairs or less per 50 grams. Damn. So like in your cinnamon shaker right now, there's rodent hairs. And that's okay. Fennel seed is safe as long as 19% or less of the samples contain two milligrams of poop per pound. Okay. A lot of words. 
Next one is, or last one for this section, is ginger is safe to eat if there's an average of two milligrams or less of poop per pound. Rat poop, rat poop, rat poop. Ew, rats. Next one is mold and rot. So, um, apple butter can have an average of a mold count of 11% or left. Next one, up to 19% of ground paprika and canned pineapple is allowed to be moldy. Okay. Next one, according to the FDA, cranberry sauce, so good old Thanksgiving, is totally edible if the average mold count is less than 15% or or the mold count of any subsample is less than 50%. Which is huge. What the fuck? So if let they like pull a sample and if it's less than fifty percent, yeah, I mean it's that's more than half the sample can be moldy. Okay, it's pretty much whatever. Fine. Um, the last one for mold and rot is potato chips are deemed safe by the FDA as long as an average of five percent or less um, of the pieces by weight contain rot. So okay. it's a small percentage. That's chill, yeah. But it's interesting because like I saw pictures of potato chip rot and I never even realized it was like rot and I was like. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's, that's every rot. single bad like the like and then your fries at in and out yeah like there's there's a good amount of yeah that in it because i yeah i just don't even really think about it yeah. okay next is parasites here we go <sighs> no Corey's flashbacks no i have flashbacks to this the, should we should talk about that the worms in the panties episode. okay that's a case file everybody or no that's ah! a shoot the shit is we're gonna talk about worm panties no we should rewatch that together no <laughs> Corey and i went through a trauma me. at the same time the exact same night exact same time two different states away and like he was 15 years ago yeah 15 years ago and like we both bonded <laughs> over it because everyone else is like no everyone's no. like we've never seen that like you haven't seen where that girl was massaging somebody <laughs> and there were worms dropped into her panties we dropped into her goddamn <laughs> panties and she went to the bathroom and she like scoots down yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so parasites <laughs> y'all it's the worst thing in the world so these are some different types of fish i'm assuming Yuck. i didn't google it because i was like i was n- pussy deep in oh these, is this where like all sushi just has like parasites in it yeah yeah uh, so like white fish ciscos ichnos and chubs yes fish maybe they're allowed to have 49 parasite parasitic cysts per 100 pounds or less yeah Next is bluefin and other freshwater herring are allowed to have 59 parasitic cysts per 100 fish. So that means like more than half of the fish could have cysts and they're kicking it or 100 pounds of fish averaging over one pound. Um, Side note with this. So I when I first went vegan, like these next like few points are like vegan points yeah. because like they're not me trying to say go vegan but they're just like fda points where i'm like oh shit yeah but um about like parasites and the next things like pus and stuff i was watching this one documentary of like butchers of when they butcher like pork and beef and stuff and you know they like they cut out like tumors and like cancerous parts of the meat and just toss it out because pigs and cows are like have cancer and things like that yeah. you just cut out in your meat and then i watched this one documentary no. about like pus in the meat like at butchers and they just like popped pus bubbles and just squeeze out pus specifically in pork like all the fucking time like that's just like a monday morning at the butcher shop is you just squeeze yeah. out all the pus bubbles in in beef and chicken or specifically pork but it's also in chicken and beef. and like and the parasites are with fish and just like pus and cancer is with me it's like so nasty Ew. to me i was just like ah and i started reading these fda facts of like what's allowed with all of these and i was like that's totally fine Ew. like what we're eating right now 
what we've been eating our whole life is fine, even though it seems so not fine when you start eating it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's life. Like, it's dirty. It's life. Life's fucking dirty. Yeah. And even, like, if you were, like, a farmer, it's like this stuff would still be happening to you. So, like, there's no goddamn escape. (laughs) So, speaking of pus, so I talked about pus with meat, so now I'm going to talk about pus with milk. Corey does not like drinking straight up milk. He no. likes drinking almond milk because he's woketh. Because yeah. straight up milk is gross. It's gross. Even before I was vegan, I could never like when people drink a whole glass of milk. Uh-uh. I don't. <laughs> I it makes me. I could do that like before my mission. Yeah. Like when I was seventeen, I could do it. Yeah, but like. But even then, I was like. No. <laughs> I could barely like drink milk and like my cereal milk because yeah. I'd be like, this shit is gross, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> I'm like, this is flavored with Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and this is gross. This is gross. <laughs> so there is uh, the FDA allows 750 million pus cells in every liter of milk. I mean, that's not a lot at all. It's not a lot that at all. That sounds like a lot, but that's nothing. But it's so gross. It's a cell. It, that, I know. I like. We can't even fathom that. But, but it's, it's still disgusting. It's still so gross. Yeah, that's still gross. Next is bone. So this is something I didn't know existed until I went vegan. Uh-huh. Because you're not a true vegan unless you start getting organic sugar. Because your oh. everyday sugar is made with bone char. Yes. Oh, so yeah. the reason why it's so white and it gets like the pure white appearance is because of bone char. Um, also, like brown sugar uses bone char, and so does confectioner sugar. So the mm. only way to like get around not using bone char is by using organic sugar. Um, so the FDA prohibits the use of bones, specifically from United States meat industry. So what they do instead is they import bones from around the world into like the sugar industry to create to make the bone char to add into the sugar. So the U so you oh. U.S. meat industry does not supply the bones. It's like other countries that supply the bones for your bone char. But yeah, all sugar, like currently you go into your baking cabinet or whatever you have, bone char. And I didn't know that's how I went fully vegan because everyone's like, oh, you're not vegan because you, you use regular sugar because I've always used regular sugar. Yeah. And like, and truth be told, like I know it's going to kind of sound a little weird, but I've been baking my whole life and switching to organic sugar is like scary to me because I'm like, oh, is like the science going to be different because uh, it's it feels different. It does taste different. Like it's a whole different yeah. everything. And like, oh, my God, am I used to making cookies with bone char? I like I don't know how to make cookies without bones. So I'm like my boner cookies. Oh, no. What's going on? So, yeah. So bone char. So those are the multiple sections I have about what the FDA allows into your food. Yuck. That pus is disgusting. I mean, it, how many cells was that? 750 million. Yeah, that's like not, that like sounds like so much, but it's not. But it's grody. <laughs> but still grody as fuck. Yeah. The grossest, though, is the docu- is like the footage I watched of just butchers. And I was like, well, I, I've always known I could never be a butcher. Because I, I, if I was a butcher, I don't oh, know yeah, how, I I don't know how butchers butcher. eat meat. Because like, I just couldn't. Like, slaughtering the meat or like Mm-mm. cutting the meat i just couldn't because i could just... see like i could like still have chicken fingers but like but beef and pork and stuff but beef and pork like red meats red uh, meats or yeah. even pork i couldn't do pork either well i couldn't even I could do, do pork. bacon maybe i could do bacon no it still looks like meat a lot that's what i'm saying is like chicken fingers like some like sometimes if they're like the really thick ones you can still see like the the meat after you bite into it yeah but like 
I don't think I could ever have like a steak. Oh, uh, you were in the middle of something. My my next spooky scoop will be on uh, factory farming. I'm just kidding. Oh <laughs> no, well, don't do it. That's too much. Well, <laughs> I won't. That's too political. But I I I will. My my only political point that I've ever really made on this podcast, I'm going to make right now. Oh yeah. Because it's it's pretty big in Fuck the media. Scatting. And it's starting. To, <laughs> it's starting to spread even outside of Utah. Oh, it is. So there was a video of a lion oh, at yeah. Lagoon. Lagoon is like the poor man's version of Disneyland and it's in Utah. It sucks. The in poor every man's way. version of Six Flags. Yeah. Like the poor man's version of like Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah. <laughs> in <laughs> Utah. And um, they have this one section. It's their zoo and it's the most depressing. It's like they, every animal is trapped in a concrete, concrete cube that's the size of your living room, maybe smaller. Yeah. And it has like, you know, it's like no more than like, 13 by 10 yeah yeah and they have lions and cheetah like you kind of name it they have it like it's it's their whole zoo and like the animals just sit around and they're sad like it's it's one of the saddest things you'll ever see and there's a video that was released of this lion just like thrown over on his side just like screaming and making these noises that i didn't even know was possible for like a lion to make yeah and it like i cried and had a panic attack after i watched the video yeah um, and it went viral, the video. Like, my favorite celebrities from Vanderpump Rules, my favorite reality oh, yeah? show, yeah. they've been sharing it because two of the, the cast members are from Utah, but it's going huge. So there is a petition right now, lagooncruelty.com. Go to it and sign <laughs> it. I don't give a fuck if you don't care. If you listen to this podcast, go sign it because it. we are trying to make Lagoon – because yeah. there are animal sanctuaries – already have the space and the resources to take the animals. All that needs, all that needs to be done is a signature from the lagoon. Well, just, That's it. The, just, and the lagoon doesn't want to give it up because then they can be a farm technically yeah. and get like tax exemptions or something. And they can hire kids underage and pay below minimum wage if they have yes. farm status. So yeah. that's why they so have the So it's literally animals. just like just Republican great. ideals. So it's the first and last time I'm ever going to get political on this podcast, yeah. but it's a really important cause to me. Yeah. So go to lagooncruelty.com and you can watch the video and as soon as you watch the video, you're going to be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's sad as fuck. Well, yeah, it's been enough where, like, now I don't think anyone in our group is even going to Frightmares. Because it's, like, the video is so horrific where you're just like, yeah. ah, wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're like, no, no, no. Well, I think yeah. the first time I saw it, too, I was, like, back home for my mission, and I was like, wait, are we supposed to have fun right now? Yeah. Like, as we pass this tiger in a, like, 13 by 15 cage. Yeah, like, on, like, hot cement and, like, agony. No, yeah, it's literally just, like, concrete, y'all. Yeah. They don't even have... Grass. Grass. And a lot yeah. of these animals were born, in, like, at lagoons. They have never even felt grass before. They oh don't even God. know what their habitat is supposed to be like. I mean, it's so fucked up, y'all. It should it's, not be allowed. It's, it's like, crazy. It's, like, circus shit that you see in, like, an old 1920s Totally. Film it's, like, circus that, quality. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's fucked up. Yeah, it's like, sort of fucked up. <laughs> like, vegan or not, or whether you're not even no vegan, like, any human being you'll ever talk to agrees, oh, that's when you pass, up. Yeah, the first time you pass by, you're like, that's not right. Yeah! You're like, that's abuse. So go sign the yeah. petition, because we're trying to make a difference. That's all. Yeah, okay, so let's get to my supernatural segment. Uh, mine today is on the San Fernando Cathedral. Ooh! In San Antonio. Aww. Okay, um, so let's just jump into the history. So in 1731, uh, there were uh, 56 Canary Islanders that uh, made the, you know, like, you know, ship trek across the Atlantic from the Canary Islands uh, to the Gulf of Mexico. And they landed um, in Mexico and then made their way up to, I think they just landed in what we would call now Texas, I believe, and then made their way up to San Antonio. 
So basically what happened is these Canary Islanders were promised by their, by Spain, um, by like, you know, their monarch or whoever. And they were like, Hey, if you go out there, we have people set up, you can just go and help populate and it all be good. It's like, you know, gold glory, God, you know, go you. Um, so they're like, okay, cool. When they get there, they realize that the only people that are there are missionaries. Okay. Um, and like Spanish missionaries, um, preaching, you know, Catholicism. And then we Mormonism. have uh, Mormonism. <laughs> well, they're <laughs> way ahead of their time. Whoa. Um, <laughs> it was just Joseph Smith. This is like a hundred years before that. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. It was, it was Joseph Smith's ancestor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it's, it's them. And then it's the soldiers that have been hired to, and then sent over there from Spain to okay. protect them. And then the families of those peoples. And then the angry neighboring native American tribes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. This is take three. So I, it's like, <laughs> I have to can't, laugh. Jenna can't even right now. <laughs> I'm like so dour right now when you're so like, wow. <laughs> I'm so here for I'm a good time. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, I'm just on alcohol. So yeah. I'm, I'm here for a good time. I'm on pain. That's what I'm on. Yeah, yeah, bitch. Um, okay, so, so yeah, by 1738, so seven years later, the Canary Islanders had settled in the area of San Antonio, and then they start building this uh, church. It's not a cathedral yet. It's just a church that they're building. It's not okay. even just a mission. It is an actual church. Um, so they start building and they lay ground and set the cornerstone on, in 1738 for the San Fernando Church, I guess you could say, which is going to become the San Fernando Cathedral. A teeny bit of a backtrack. Before the Canary Islanders got there, there was still that the mission going on. They still had the uh, people were settled there. Spaniards were still s- settled there. Um, the neighboring uh, Lipan Apache tribe declared war on San Antonio itself and would like super go and raid them and attack them and kill people and steal supplies and then run off um, on their horses. Yes. Um, so <laughs> the uh, basically this is a crazy big ass problem. Oh. Um, until the Comanche peoples enter the scene. This is a big-ass problem for the people who are settling in San Antonio. Um, then the Comanche uh, peoples enter the scene, and this becomes a big problem for the Lipan Apache uh, tribes because they struggled uh, like greatly against them because the uh, Comanches were basically better mm-hmm. and just like better at war- warfare, I'm guessing. Um, so what happens is the Apaches go to the Spaniards in San Antonio, and they're like, hey, we need to make this peace offering um, and like, we'll, if you protect us, we'll protect you and we can, you know, send the Comanches out of here. Okay. And they're like, okay, cool, bro. Like, we'll totally do that. So this is in front of the San Fernando church because it's mostly built by this time. It, the, it doesn't uh, finish until 1750, but we'll get there. Um, so the, the Canary people come and then over the years while they're building the church, they finally, you know, in 1749 are like, Hey, we need to do this peace treaty, peace treaty. So between them and the Apaches. And the Apache tribe, yeah. The Comanches the, are warring. Because before the Apaches were attacking the Spaniards, they're yep. like, fuck you. And then the Comanches came in uh, okay. and were like, you know, fuck you, Apaches. So a third party came in and the Comanches were like, oh shit, we got to team up with our enemies to, to. No, the Comanches are the third party that come in. Yeah. And so the Apaches yeah. are like, okay, we got to team up with our enemy, the Spaniards, yep. in order to be okay. Yeah, in order for us to be and okay. And then they're building a church and now they're like, okay, peace treaty. Yeah. So they're like, okay. hey, peace treaty, this church is pretty much mostly almost built. It's, it's in use, um, but not fully built. And so they're like, hey, let's do the peace treaty. And they choose to do it in front of the church. So um, in a very monumentous occasion, the Apache dug a deep hole into the soil. The peace offering came in the form of their hatchets, arrows, and war clubs. Um, But that's not all that they buried. Um, And this is, I think, where you get, like, bury the hatchet about it. Yeah, I think this is where you get it. Not exactly specifically from this moment, but I think the oh. the whole peace treaty thing that they that uh, Native American tribes would do of burying their weapons and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah. 
Um, so that's not all that they put inside of this pit that they duck. They also buried a white, a live white horse, not vegan. Sorry. Not vegan. Yeah. At all. So, um, it is very like significant to their culture and the white horse symbolizes peace to them. So, uh, they basically bury this pit. Yeah. They put their that's weapons in it and then they put a live horse in that's there. That's a big ass pit. Yeah. Cover the pit. And then they all dance on top of the pit, uh, the, the Spaniards and the native Americans as well. The if Apache. I was there, I'd be like, this is fucked up. Yeah. I'd be like, damn. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, I am not for this. Yeah. <laughs> can we be- can we bury one of these white fucking men instead? <laughs> Very true. I mean, they're Spaniards. They're not necessarily white. That's true. Um. So finally, in 1750, the cathedral was finished, but not only as a, but only as a church, as I said, um, it making it the first church in Texas that was built. Oh. Uh, like excluding missions. Okay. Okay. Um. So the church was named for the uh named for Ferdinand the Third of Castile, who ruled in the, ruled in the 13th century. I looked up Castile. Castile was a like is a, a antiquated or like historical province of um of Spain. Mm. It might even be currently still a province, but I think it's just more historical. Okay. Um, so in 1831, James Bowie, not David Bowie. No, no. <laughs> okay. David Bowie, Joseph Smith are in the story. <laughs> no, you are not. No, this is James Bowie. Okay. <laughs> this is a, this is a Texan patriot, a very intense figure that you cannot call not David Not a British Bowie. rock star? No, you cannot call David Bowie. How okay. So in 18, guys, I grew up in Texas, by the way. So in 1831, James Bowie married Ursula. <laughs> yes. <laughs> De Veramendi. Yeah, yes. David Mendy in, in San Fernando. Um, and basically what happens is they get married in this church, okay? So that's very big. James or James Bowie is already like a big prominent figure um, politically and just like as a intense outdoors man sort of. That's more David Crockett, but James Bowie as well. Um, these two people, those two guys that I just mentioned, they are very pivotal in the Battle of the Alamo. Ah. Okay, yeah. Um, so we are going to get into the Alamo here because this is San Antonio and stuff. We're going to get into it for a second. I just watched the entire Drunk History episode about the Alamo. Oh, you did? So Cute. I never funny. watched it. Drunk History is fun. It. No, I watched a couple of those. It's They're fun. so our podcast. Like if our podcast was a history podcast, because I watch it and I was like, shit, this is me and yeah, Corey. this is us just talking events. about demons. <laughs> yeah, it's just so fucking funny. I no, I agree. Well, I watched, I watched one that was super hilarious. They're all so good. It was about, oh, it was about Cleopatra's uh i haven't seen that one cleopatra's daughter like sister younger sister yes it's hilarious it's, I, it's fucking it, i think uh what's her name uh aubrey plaza does it it's oh, hilarious i i love it like it's it's our like just turn on the show in the background we don't know what to watch show mm. and it's so fun. it's so it's so our podcast actually one of jordan's old friends maggie said that one on she listened to our like first or second episode she's like oh my god you guys are like the drunk history of true crime and supernatural oh that's fun and I was like, that's you. a good that's a good like you know saying or it I is because yeah. it is like that yeah. we are the drunk history the of. drunk history of true crime i i love that label yeah <laughs> Um, except for when I'm sick and I'm such a downer. I can like hear it. I'm so I'm having so much fun. I like I can hear how much fun you're having. It's like a far distant like dee 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 I'm like woo Yeah. Oh like you know, like the twenty the twenty three jump street where he's having a bad trip. I am so chatting Tatum and you're so Jordan right now. Oh my god. I'm so that right now. That's one of the greatest scenes of comedy of all time. That is one of the greatest scenes. For anyone who's ever done drugs. You're just like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, come over here with me. Um, so 
basically what happens is this is still all happening before the Alamo. Um, actually, this church uh, was built five years before the Alamo even broke ground on that mission. So basically what happens is James Bowie gets married to Ursula. Yes. Um, so David Bowie gets married to fucking Ursula from, yeah. you know, from fucking Little, Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid. Um, and what happens is a, a cholera breaks out or there's like a, a wind of the fact that it's going to break out again in San Antonio. And so David okay. Bowie is like, no, I'm going to get my you know, wife and children and her family out of here because I don't want them to die of cholera. He takes them to one of his places in Mexico. I forget what it was called. Um, and they basically, it's actually really, really sad. Cholera <laughs> breaks out there. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. Could you imagine that's your life? Like, so literally, literally his children and his wife, I don't know if he had children at that time, but at least his wife and then all of his extended family and her extended family die from cholera <gasps> because he thought, because he thought it was going to happen in San Antonio, but he takes him to a different town in Mexico and it happens there. If that ain't my life, I don't know Holy what Holy shit. Is. That's like, I know. So um, legend has it um, that ever since then, like he was a really outstanding man, James Bowie. And he was like a really just like, you know, stoic, sober guy. I mean, he would drink and have fun, but he wouldn't get crazy. Yeah. But then after that, he's like t- Don Draper, like all the way, like 24 seven, just drinking Hot. all the time because he lost his family. Mm. Yeah, which is really sad, but we laughed at it. <laughs> Speaking of Don Draper, yeah, I just watched the episode where he has Velma from Scooby Doo and the girl from Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, she, he's like, stay in the hotel room. I'm like, <gasps> he's like, and I'm not gonna tell you, but I'm gonna come back. Yeah, like I was turned on uh-huh. the whole episode because he's so like dominant <laughs> and it's so fucking yeah. sexy. And uh-huh. then he, and then he's like, because she put on her dress, he's like, I want you to take that off and crawl to me. And I was yeah. like. There's a part in season seven where he's talking to some girl with fur on and you're just like, yes. Uh, he's like, he's just like sitting there smoking a cigarette, like in almost noirish light esque lighting. Oh and he's like, no, act like you're naked in that fur. And I'm like, God damn it. That's like, it's like when the prostitute like slapped him and he's like harder. Oh, I know. I like, uh, oh my God. I so wanted him to just like start choking one of the girls. Totally. Oh like, uh, my God. Consensually, of course. Yeah. I mean, that's so fucking hot. Don Draper is hot. So um, now let's go like get into a little bit of the Battle of Alamo for a second, just because I'm Texan and y'all just have to deal with it. Um, so basically, the Battle of Alamo, y'all all know, like remember the Alamo? You've heard that before. Yeah. Disney did like a whole uh, cover on it with uh, John Wayne, who was actually he, I think he was either James Bowie or James Bowie or he was um, Davy Crockett. I can't remember Davey, exactly. I think he was Davy Crockett. I think Crockett. that's more because Davy Crockett was more of like a figure, like. He was like the American, like almost folklorish figure, yeah, to a, to a sense, like Johnny Appleseed and stuff like that, and Paul yeah. Bunyan. Um, so yeah, if you hear creaks again, that's the thing I'm sitting on. Sorry if you do. <laughs> it's gonna break. <laughs> it's any, gonna break any second. If it's not now. this episode, it's for sure the next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So basically, um, the Battle of Alamo happens. Uh, this was a thing where it's just a very, it's just a very big story of patriotism for Texas. And a very big story of just courage and valor for your country and for the men that are beside you. So it's yeah. a very good story. And just everybody who's Texan has heard it a billion times and we love it. I've been to the Alamo. It's great. People tear up when they talk about it and cry. Well, Don't that's... ever insult the Alamo in front of a Texan <laughs> unless you know how Texan they are. Like you could joke about it in front of me and I'd be okay. But like other people you would literally offend. That's... Like that's that's me saying like... Don Draper can choke you and it's okay. That like, is such an intense reaction to that. No, it really is. But it really is. People really fucking care. People care about people in Texas legitimately. 
they but like sometimes it seems like they care about Texas more than America because yeah. to them Texas is like the purest form of America. Okay. Anyways, it's another podcast. Okay. That's our our <laughs> third side podcast. Yeah, I love Texas, but like I'm not a radical. <laughs> You're not gonna like like tattoo the American flag on your dick, Texas. Never. I don't think I tattoo anything on my dick. <laughs> or I guess you would tattoo the Texas flag on your dick. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying if you were diehard Texas, you oh, yeah. the oh, flag, yeah. That'd be you so would do fun. the Texas flag. Oh, yeah, on my dick. Yeah, the Lone totally. Star. The that, Lone Star yeah. on my lone dick. On your... <laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> okay, so basically the Battle of the Alamo uh, is happening, uh, but before it starts, um, on the San Fernando Cathedral's tower and one of the highest towers, Santa Ana... Uh, who is the general that is coming and being like, fuck y'all, you know, revolting in Texas. We're, yeah. Like he's, he's the Mexican general or whatever. He's coming to take over. Um, he's the one who like, uh, whatever. We don't need to get into Texas history. It's okay. I, I literally just saw this Drunk History episode like four days ago. Oh, okay. So everything you're saying, so you I'm just know. imagining these actors doing it. Oh, and okay. it's so funny <laughs> in my head. <laughs> okay. So um, it's a good time. basically he goes up on the top of the tower of the, of the cathedral that we are talking about, which is semi-close to the Alamo. Sorry. Um, and raises a red flag to signal that there would be, quote, no quarter, unquote, which means that there would, like, if the Texans didn't surrender, they would basically kill them all. So the Texans reply with a single cannon blast, just like, fuck you, bitches, we're fighting. Because <laughs> it's fucking Texas, and this is the fucking Alamo. <laughs> Remember the Alamo. <laughs> okay, so we don't need to go into all the You're bravery. You're like rock hard right now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need to go into all the bravery and courage that is, you know, expressed in the Battle of the Alamo, but... Um, we're just going to move on. Um, so basically the place stays a fucking church for a while. Um, it's, it might be considered a cathedral by them because it is pretty big. And it was one of the own, like one of the only like identifiers of San Antonio besides the Alamo is like the Alamo and the cathedral. Yeah. Um, in 1868 under the direction of architecture, Francisco, whatever, the cathedral was considerably enlarged in a Gothic style. Um, and just got like all the like main parts about it. So that like got this big cross um, that was added in 1874. Yes. And then it got this beautiful stained glass window that was added in 1920, becoming the thing that it is today. Um, also in September of 1987, uh, John Paul II, Pope John Paul II, sorry, visited the cathedral during the only papal visit to Texas, I think ever. Ah, that's I, cool. I think, or maybe at the time. Um, and there's just like, you know, that's like really big fucking deal. Yeah, for Catholicism for Catholics. Yeah, for me, I I don't know. Oh, give a fuck. That's like when like a bit like a prophet would visit all the Mormons. Like, oh my God, and I'm like, huh? God doesn't exist. God doesn't exist. God doesn't exist. <laughs> okay, so um, as normal, we're gonna get into the happenings, and then we'll get into a couple hauntings that yes. are like more, you know narrative you know focused yes. um so some happenings we have one there is an apparition of a white stallion that gallops in front of the <gasps> church that has been spotted that's um, spooky yeah that comes from the apache piece the bury the hatchet yeah yeah so they will hear they'll either just like hear uh you know a horse neighing or just like go like hoof prints of it you know like ah. you know stuff like that or they'll actually see the apparition of a white horse just Boom. you know going by gandalf's horse just yeah rolls gandalf up. uh shadow fangs yeah, Shadow Fangs. Yeah. 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 Rolls up. <laughs> or Shadow Fox or whatever. 
Um, so also guests on ghost tours have caught all sorts of, of, of things going on. So we have our basic bitch stuff. We have, you know, brightly lit orbs going around corners and shit like that. Basic. We have dark shadows moving around. Basic. basic. Um, you just have like uh, some moanings and wailings and stuff like that. All basic. basic. Um, so let's go back to the shadow figures, though. They will. There are specific countings. This it gets a little creepy just to like actually really talk about it. Um, so they're seeing down long hallways, running around corners, sulking in the back corners of rooms. No. Sitting what? in pews. No. Um, and even running up cathedral walls. Absolutely not. <laughs> fuck fuck that, that in the asshole. Fuck, fuck no the corner loop. thing and then fuck the running up walls. If I saw some bitch ass shadow <laughs> person run up a wall. <laughs> fucking wall. Oh, fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. I am rejoining Mormonism <laughs> and I'm never speaking to any of you guys ever again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God. I, I've said this before, but if y'all remember, that remember, remember when I, I, I said once that I was working at banana republic and i mentioned ghost story shit oh yeah and then that girl was like yeah i was like walking my dog one night and i like saw a shadow thing and it was like 14 foot tall and it like walked through a fence and then turned and looked at me and i was like i'm like why are you not mormon (laughs) (laughs) like if i ever see crazy ass shit like that like i'm not gay anymore i'm not anything i'm a straight white male that like is the most misogynistic like obedient docile person ever (laughs) Like, you love Jesus. Jesus, I love Jesus. Like Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. So hopefully I never goddamn see anything like that. <laughs> Otherwise, all the fun's over. <laughs> right. All right. The rest of my life is ridiculous. It's just like a soggy piece of Wonder Bread. The rest of your life. <laughs> right. I'm like the most offensive, boring thing ever. <laughs> okay. Uh. So basically, fuck that. <laughs> um, so here, this is actually, this is really creepy too, if you think about it too. So, um, go back into a little, little bit of history, but during the early years of the old San Fernando church, um, it wasn't like out of the norm to, uh, for the people like that died there to be buried in the walls. Ew. Yeah. I don't know why this is a thing. Oh, like maybe God. this is like an old Catholic thing where it's like, Hey, because I worked on this p- place, um, or like, uh, cause I died near it. It's no. like, you know, sort of holy to be buried here but fuck that but i think it is that i think it is but literally but fuck that so if we go to like old ass cathedrals and like like put a hatchet through a or like a hammer through a wall could we possibly hit a body no yeah they there was like a there's like a main headstone that they even talk about when you come through the main entrance into the actual like inner cathedral and like there's like a there's like a burial that's like one important bishop or something was like buried is buried there or like Ew. maybe was I don't know if they actually excavated his corpse I don't know spooky or, or exhumed his corpse whatever yeah tomato tomato spooky <laughs> yeah spooky as fuck um so for years many people who visit the San Fernando have reported seeing faces appear in the exterior walls of the church <gasps> they'll see a gaping mouth. <gasps> Sometimes the t- the full like you know two sunken eyes, um, or, and then like a whole and a whole skull. They'll even see like um, <clears throat> they'll even see like hands and like <gasps> total images of people trying to come out of the walls. That's like, like Stranger like, Things shit. Yeah, like crazy ass shit like that. That's crazy. Yeah, so fuck that. Um, so just like don't bury your dead in the walls of your buildings, please. Yeah, bury them in the floorboards like a normal serial killer. Yeah. Also, did you know? I didn't really know until like a month ago. That, like, the actual, like, I guess I knew this, but I didn't. Like, uh, the difference between a cemetery and uh, a graveyard is that a graveyard. I do not know this. Oh, a graveyard is a cemetery by a church because it's, like, the yard of a church 
think of it like backyard oh. of a church. It's the graveyard of a church. And okay. then a cemetery is all by itself, not with a church. Ah, that makes yeah. sense. No I, idea I did that not that know was there was a difference. difference. Yeah. 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 yeah, I would have forever just interchanged the two terms. Oh, like, yeah, no I, always, I thought they were just 100% interchangeable. Yeah, they, yeah. they are today, but, like, they're very synonymous, but yeah. that's the ma- that's the difference. Cool. That's where the two words come from. That's a cool spooky yeah. scoop. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, spooky yeah. Spooky scoop part two. Done. <laughs> Thanks, Corey. <laughs> You're I'm, welcome. <laughs> just play this audio clip next week. I'm like, my spooky coop is. Cue In it. In case you missed it. <laughs> okay, so now let's get to the stories that I got going on. Okay, so there is um, a famous uh, shadow figure who nope. is just known as the, like, dark man <gasps> or, like, the shadow man, you know, stuff like that. Very unoriginal. That's so spooky. Um, but uh, the first time that it, he was noted is a woman on a tour, like a ghost tour or something like that, or just a normal tour of the cathedral. <laughs> I am waiting for the day where, uh, like, no, where, that's like, when I kill myself. just, like, goes through this. It's when it's I like kill right myself. It's, like, right next to <laughs> <laughs> I like scare myself yeah, thinking about my back's in a closet <laughs> <laughs> in front of a Ouija board blanket oh uh, yeah ah. <laughs> um, so basically um, this girl said that she was uh, following a tour guide or talking to a co- tour guide oh, and God. as she was talking to the tour guide uh, the tour guide meant, noticed that the girl would keep looking like be like hey yeah and then just like keep looking off to the side like behind her and shit like that and the tour guide herself even saw like some shadow figure following them. Um, it was like a tall man in a like all black clothing that was just following them. And but you couldn't see his face because he would like look down or look away and it was like covered or something like that with like Ew. black hair or stuff like that. Ew. So um, emo at the end, they started talking and the tour guide's like, hey, like, are you OK? You looked a little spooked and you weren't really looking at us. And when you asked me those questions earlier, you were looking behind me. Um, because, you know, the tour guide had seen this a little bit. And so the girl was like, yeah, like I saw this dark man, like this dark figure following us in this like, you know, you know, obviously 18th century garb or something like that. Um, And like it just spooked me. And she was like, yeah, I saw it too. And so like ever since then, people have noted like on their tours, they'll see like often their distance, like their unfocused distance or stuff like that. Like this like shadow man will just follow the tours <laughs> around. Ew, Ooh, your I fingers. I know. I know my, my Why fingers. Why did you do that? Um, okay shit like this makes me desperately want to do like a ghost tour with you somewhere no i would be so scared but that's such Again, good Jenna, content if i see anything like that i'm going like boring mormon but that's such good go that's such good content for our podcast <laughs> is it worth me going mormon maybe Corey. depends how good the po- content is yeah we like continue the podcast but i like never cuss ever again <laughs> you're like oh frick channel so today i'm talking about people that aren't mormon that's my spooky segment because you I'm should like, join the church jolly crap <laughs> my name's George. I'm like, for my same-sex attraction facts. <laughs> White's rule. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, Mormonism. How boring. Mormonism. Oh, not fun. Um, okay. I'm like, it's your host, Chana and George. We're here for a not-so-great oh, time. I changed my name to George. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> I don't think I could not cuss or say anything in vain. <laughs> listening to you your stories in the podcast yeah yeah yeah, yeah. my my story today is not as intense as that i tried oh, to do a good. lighter story but yeah. it just kept on getting darker that's what i've been doing my, my faggot facts i've been making them a little more just fun and quick yeah because the last like 10 have been like serious yeah yeah Okay, so this next one, um, it also sort of like they're they're very shadowy at the same time, uh, but it's a little more spooky because they're ghostly monks. Ooh. So these appear as dark shadow hooded figures nah. just standing around at doorways and entrances. 
Um, most people will say that they'll see them in the back of the cathedral as stuff's going on. So they'll like be walking down the pews and they'll turn around and they'll just see like multiple lined up dark hooded (gasps) figures just like standing there like very stoically just like looking i would be convinced there's like a cult thing happening. oh no i'd be like we're dead we're all gonna die yeah i'm like i'm being sacrificed here Um, that's scary yeah i would kill myself um that's the most scary to me i think it's just like seeing them look around yeah or just like standing there and they'll even say that they'll like see like these don't have a problem with appearing and disappearing like as you're watching them they'll just like poof into smoke and then just like or appear like right in front of you i'd be like like, yeah i'd be like go away (laughs) throw up everywhere yeah i would scream vomit i would like this scream vomit holy water yeah jonah hill scream vomit (laughs) on you guys (laughs) okay so this one and i i will say before uh, well, I'll get I'll get to it afterwards. Okay. Okay. So this one is called the Ghost of Halloween. Ooh. So you can do tours during Halloween, um, and this is particularly Halloween of 2007. Um, there was a common orb sighting that uh, people saw on the ghost tours, so they started following it, and somebody had a camcorder. So basically, uh, this the cathedral at the time was also going through like modern re- re- reservation reservations um, renovations. Thank you, renovations. <laughs> Um, and so they sort of went into a place that they super weren't, weren't supposed to, not not necessarily because duh. And they followed an orb that like went through like sheets and stuff like that. And in the video that said that you can see this guy videos, this white sarcophagus, because I guess, because again, people are buried there in cathedrals. I think that's a pretty known thing. I'm thinking of that now that sometimes like important people that have died are buried in cathedrals. That might just be a Catholicism thing. I don't know. Okay. But that sounds right. Yeah. That there's like dead bodies of prominent bishops or archbishops or popes yeah. in certain cathedrals. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I know that. Like that's that I agree with. But what's crazy to me is that people are buried in the walls. Oh, yeah. That's, that's true. The crazy yeah. One. Yeah. They're just like like construction workers are buried in walls. And yeah. Shit like like, that. like yeah. Uh, important people being buried in like sarcophaguses. Yeah. Underground. In places of worship, underground. Yeah. That makes sense. I see that. Yeah. So so this is one of those. There was just one of the sarcophagus that had been put up and like to the side because it was being renovated around it. So it had to be like placed in a certain way. I don't know why it was just there. So he captured the marble, this like marble sarcophagus. Um, and they said that at like some frames when it's like light there, you just see the marble sarcophagus and then like shadows pass over it. And then you can see a, um, a like visage of a man that uh picks up a skull like reaches in sarcophagus and picks out a skull and then kisses it and then looks at the camera Ew. yeah and so the guy that was following this like realized that there that, that the person wasn't there and then like freaks out and runs away so i tried to find like this but i couldn't find Boo! it so who knows like you know if it was real or not but yeah that's one of the like fun little ghost of halloween clips i love there. it yeah so that's the San Fernando Cathedral. I love it. Um, super fun, super little spooky. Not super scary, but a little spooky. But remember the Alamo. But remember the goddamn Alamo, <laughs> y'all. Okay, so today I am talking about the Hello Kitty murder. Yes. So last week was really dark. My, yes. Like someone commented on our Instagram picture, I'm sad. <laughs> because oh, I, that, one, that one is like... I, I haven't heard many, but I had like before you've gone over them in this podcast, I have heard of that. And yeah. I have heard of the Marie, like, you know, the girl from Coven. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that, that the bat or not the Baton Rouge, uh, <laughs> New Orleans. Yeah. 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 That yeah. person. Yeah. Last and week those are like sick as fuck. 
yeah, last week's was sick as fuck. So I tried to do one that wasn't a sick as fuck, but of course it's still like Duh. horrible. True crime. It's still horrible. Like I went through so many, because I, I was like, I'm going to find a fun one for us today. Uh-huh. No, true crime's not fun. True crime's like rarely fun. And then I got into alien stuff, but I feel like alien was more your ground than my ground. Yeah, it, if you want to do an alien one, you can. But like, I, because I, it, it was getting too, because it's not based off of pure fact. Oh, okay. Where a lot yeah. of this true crime stuff is. And so I'm like, yeah. okay, like that's more Corey's realm than mine. Yeah. I don't even I'll really do, know. I'll do them every once in a while, but I haven't done one yet. And like, I'll do one eventually. But for me, aliens just like, a, an alien would scare the fuck out of me just because yeah. it's different. But like, you know, a bear in the forest would scare the fuck out of me. Yeah, 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 know? exactly. Uh, well, because uh, the reason I mentioned that is I read because a lot of the time I go to like a variety of different articles. It's like murder or kidnappings or disappearances or cults you've never really heard of. Because I like to give you guys things that maybe you haven't heard of from other true crime and supernatural podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And there's this one article I think it was like BuzzFeed, which is like, weird because we're like one of the first ones. Yeah, <laughs> we're the only true crime supernatural. <laughs> we're podcast. the only true crime supernatural. Podcast but I went on like a BuzzFeed article that's like 21 like creepy cases you've Ooh. never heard of before. And like I have to, I have the link for you, Corey. Cause I'm gonna send it to you. Okay. But yeah. like, um, there was like case after case. Where I was like, okay, it's like that's just supernatural enough, or that's Corey. It's Corey. So it's like all the super fun ones. I was like, oh, that's Corey. Aww. That's Corey. That's Corey. And then I'd be like, if ah. you want to end up doing something like that, I'm fine. That's what our combined episodes are for. So okay, I could kind of have a breather. Because our next episode is a combined one. Just let everybody know. Oh yeah. And it's gonna be more supernatural, so I can take a goddamn break. Yeah. From. It'll be Ed and Lorraine Warren related. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the Hello Kitty murder. Yes. So I'm taking y'all back to May 1999. Yes. 1999. I have a story about that. I'm tipsy, so I have a story about everything. Okay. Yeah. Go. It's fine. My friend Tree. That's that's his name. Yes. I know him. His mom was in Times Square. Yes. 1999, rolling into the year 2000. Wait, was she? rolling i probably who knows they're mormons probably not but she said the entire fucking night they were waiting to hear the party like his 1999 song and they never played it are you kidding me big blue balls mom over life i would be pissed i would be angry they were probably like we need the rights and the uh, artists were like prince was like one billion dollars yeah (laughs) oh is it prince yeah oh my god i'm so ignorant of it (laughs) but yeah so like she literally like for those of you who like i'm sure four-year-old channel that's probably why prince was probably like no unless you give me like a shit ton of money yeah yeah but yeah it was like i'd be so blue balls about it okay so may 1999 a 14 year old who is known as Ah Fung. That's not her real name. That's just the name that like investigators gave her. Okay. She has like anonymous yeah, status. Yeah. She went to the police station in Hong Kong and she told them that a ghost has been haunting her in her dreams every night for the past two Ooh. weeks. This ghost was of a young woman in her 20s drenched in blood. Ooh, fuck. Ooh. So initially the police blew it off, but then the teenager girl said she believed the ghost of the woman um, was haunting her because she helped murder the woman and she felt like the like the ghost would keep on plaguing her in dreams yeah. unless she turned herself in and like turned in her accomplices. So the police were what like, the fuck? yeah, literally, that was their reaction. They're like, yo, what the fuck? So they're like, okay, well, like, give us more details. So she told them that she and three extremely powerful men abducted, tortured, and killed a young woman. Shit. The men she described was her 34-year-old boyfriend. Reminder, this girl was... 14 she was actually really 13 she lied about her age so her 34 year old boyfriend chan man luck 27 year old lang shang cho and 20 year old lang wow lun 
all three men were members of the triad. So the triad is like a branch of organized crime in Hong Kong. So think like the Chinese mafia. Um, so I'm actually going to do a case file on the triad because uh-huh. there's so much information on the triad. It could be its own episode. So case file for Patreon tier two. Okay. Um, also, please do not come after us triad members. We love you. Because please don't. Mur- we don't love you. I don't know what to say. Please don't murder us. We're in it. We we're just are- a podcast. We are amicably indifferent. Yeah. Please, please help. <laughs> please don't kill me. Um, sometimes I, I read like a comment because I like look at a bunch of YouTube videos and like documentaries of people like researching this. And I look at like a thousand articles before I kind of figure out my own narrative uh-huh. of true crime. But there are like a lot of comments when you talk about organized crime. They're like, oh, fuck. Like, you you ever wonder if these organized crime people are going to go after? Are like, fuck you, bitch. Like, the Supernatural and True Crime podcast. Because yeah. we're the ones that's like sharing their, their like. But I mean, like, anything that yeah. you would like find would be already known. Right? Yeah. Like, but we're the ones that's like airing it out. You know, we're the ones like broadcasting. Well, that's true. Anyways. We're fact. So. Um, what you basically need to know about the triad to like understand how powerful these men are is that they're super duper rich. They have a lot of connections with a lot of high ups and they are fucking ruthless. Like they are the mafia of China, Damn. of Hong Kong specifically. So Ah Fang, the 13 year old, she took the police to the apartment where the torture and the murder took place. Up to this point, police weren't 100 percent convinced that the crime even happened because you do have to remember this is like a like a little girl that came up to them talking about yeah. a ghost in their dreams. However, that all changed as soon as they entered the blood-soaked Hello Kitty-themed apartment and found a giant Hello Kitty toy with a human skull sewn into the head. What the fuck? The skull was of 23-year-old 23, 23 Fan Man Yi. Damn. Good build-up, right? Yeah. Okay. Fan Man Yi was abandoned when she was a child. And she was raised in a girl's home, so like multiple orphanages. Um, she didn't have many friends, and she relied on herself to get through a very lonely childhood. When she was a teenager, Fan Man, Wee, Fan Man Yi developed a drug addiction, and she turned to prostitution to pay for her drugs. Now, when she was 21, she started to work at a brothel, and shortly after, she became pregnant. And she gave then, then you know, nine months later, she gave birth to her son. Damn, I feel like this is a movie. When she was 23... Um, she got a job as a nightclub hostess, a.k.a. a sex worker, at the Romance Villa nightclub to continue paying for her drugs and for her now two-year-old son. Yes. Enter Chan Man Luck. Chan Man Luck, and I keep on wanting to read his name as Chana because he spells his name almost exactly like my name. Uh-huh. C-H-A-N. Just missing the A. Okay. So Chan Man Luck, not me, quickly took a liking to Fawn. Um, he would consistently visit her and pay her in drugs or cash or both. So the two had a pretty stable escort and customer relationship. Like, he was one of her regulars. Okay. Um, one day, however, that changed. Fawn noticed that Chan had about 4,000... 000... I don't know what that was. That was just the air around this room, but that was scary. I'm not going to look outside the sheet because I'm okay. scared. Um, one day, that changed. I already said that. Fawn noticed that Chan um, had about $4,000 in his wallet. So she fucked him and stole his wallet and then ran away. Yeah, girl, run. Um, when Chan when Chan realized 
Um, she stole from him. He found her. And I'm like rooting her for her, but I know she's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, she's dead. I'm gonna spoil her. She's dead. I, I, this is the murder. Of, I'm like run. <laughs> this is the Hello Kitty murder. She's dead. Damn it. Um, so when Chan realized that she stole from him, um, he found her, made a deal. The deal was you return my four thousand dollars plus additional ten thousand dollars because oh, you insulted shit. me and its interest. Um, you have a few weeks to do this, or you're gonna be punished. So she was able to come up with the four thousand. She gave him the four thousand. But she was not able to come up with the other no, 10. 10,000. She begged him. She like was on her knees begging for him to like show her mercy. Just, she said, like, give me a few more weeks. I'm going to find the money. Just give it to like, please. I have, I have a son. Yeah. Like, just trust me. Like, you've been my customer for a while now. Like, I'm sorry. I stole from you. Here's your 4,000. Just give me some time. But Chan was not a man of mercy. Shit. So on March 17th, 1999, Chan and his two friends, Long Shang Cho and Long Wai Lun, abducted her and brought her into their Hello Kitty-themed apartment. Shit. The plan originally was to force her into prostitution um, for him and, like, their friends and other members of the triad and, like, you know, higher-up people um, so she could pay off the $10,000 payment. Damn. However, the plan changed pretty shortly after she was abducted Uh so the very first night that she spent in the apartment was the beginning of a month-long torture rape and beating session so the three monsters um they took turns violently raping and beating her all day every day like her very first night i think she was like beaten and raped for like six or eight hours just straight just continuously raped for like eight hours Jesus. Um, when she wasn't being beaten or raped, she would be forced um, to be their prostitute for their friends, business associates, etc., to in order to pay off that debt. Ah Fang, she was the teenage girl with the ghost haunting. She also participated in the raping and the beating, uh, but specifically she helped beat Fan Man Yi. There was one occasion specifically where she watched Fan get kicked in the stomach and like vagina over fifty times. Jesus. So she joined in by beating her face in. Why? Um, when she was questioned about her motives, she said, I had a feeling it was for fun. Okay. Yeah, cuckoo, cuckoo, mcoo. So they started incorporating weapons, kitchen utensils, and furniture into the beatings and torture sessions because naturally that's how this progresses. What is it? Why did like when do why do people like do this? Need to beat people. Why? I don't know, Corey. Like, <laughs> what is it about just like finding some helpless person, tying them up? And then, like, Beating like I, I, I see, like, the motive of, like, rape and, like, the power and the sexual stuff like that. Like, okay, you know, fuck that. But yeah. understand, understood motive. Like, yeah. You know, conceived motive. But, like, why do you just need to beat this person and, like, I don't know, and torture I know. them? I, I know. It. I know. It's, it's the whole thing's fucked up. It's, it's fucked up. It's so weird. So the men would force Fan to act like she was enjoying the torture and the beatings and they would tell her to smile and beg for more say thank you so much for my beating oh my god i need some more. i need to be punished i'm a bad girl um if she couldn't smile and beg they would beat her even harder um, it wasn't long until her body was beaten so severely that she could no longer be the prostitute that they needed her to be she, she couldn't even move like yeah. she couldn't even do anything so she definitely couldn't be a prostitute she could not do any of the services that they advertised yeah, her to be able to do um, in fact customers complained saying her body was so disgusting because it was so severely beaten that they were offended that she was even offered to them uh. and they don't understand why they're prostituting her out when they could just go on the street and get a girl much more attractive for way less of the price yeah 
Um, so they realized that they couldn't really make her the prostitute anymore. But at this point, they didn't really care because they were having so much fun beating and raping her that they just enjoyed having a slave. They're like, okay, that's fine. She can't pay off the debt. This is now our personal punching bag. This is now our personal hostage, our slave. What happened to the son? The the son, I, while this is all going on, I'm just assuming that he was being taken care of by a friend or something. Okay. Unknown. Because, like, the son wasn't with her when she got kidnapped. Because she was, like, in the middle of, like, working when she was kidnapped. Um, so the torture only got more severe as the time went on. So skip ahead about f- a minute or two, maybe three minutes, if you don't want to hear about some gruesome torture. Not as bad as last week's. Okay. I'll tell you that. So bad. Um, so they started. Jen, I love it. You're like, I tried to do like a little lighthearted version. <laughs> I didn't know torture was involved until. This is almost I, as bad. I was already too deep in the research and I was like, yo, I'm two and a half yeah, hours deep. No, yeah. I can't do this anymore. Like I can't, like this is already my second subject that I went through because the first subject gave me a panic attack it was so severe yeah, no you see hello kitty murder and you're like okay this is at least like a classic straight murder yeah just like an in- with an interesting twist yeah yeah no it's just yeah, torture it twist it's just goddamn torture so they started melting plastic onto her body um they covered her feet in oil and then lit her feet on fire what so the she fuck? so they would burn the pads of her feet so she couldn't walk anymore um they starved her and forced her to eat um her own feces and drink her own urine um, they hung her from the rafters by her breast and wrist <gasps> and would beat her with an iron pole. They mutilated her vagina and her breasts with electric tape and wire, and they'd also electrocute her vagina. Um, and whenever she had an open wound, they would stuff it with salt and food, and they would pee into it and <gasps> poop into her open wounds. Fuck. Oh, like, why? Yeah. Yeah. So Fuck whenever that. they got bored of that, they would just go into the room, smoke meth, play video games, eat snacks, all while listening to her moans and pleads, plead for life and just her dying. They had a woman dying in the other room while they were just smoking meth and playing video games. Now, one day, this went on for a month. So one day, the men decided to go out and eat. So they locked Fan or Fawn up into the bathroom. She's been alive for a month? So she couldn't escape. Yeah. Well, up until right this very second. Um, now, she couldn't escape no matter how hard she tried because her body was so badly broken and her feet had such severe burns that she couldn't even move if she wanted to. Now, when they returned from dinner that night, um, Afong went into the bathroom to check on Fawn. And uh, they found and she found her body oozing with a orange pus <gasps> dead in the bathtub. There's pictures. I heard a bunch no, of people talk I, about pictures of her it. body in the bathtub, but I couldn't find them anywhere. I don't want to see that one. <laughs> I'm I'm morbid. I I, I want to. I don't want to see that one. That's too intense. But yeah, so I couldn't find the pictures. Sad, sad girl for me researching. Anyways, so after a full month of severe beatings, horrific torture, and violent rapes, almost twenty four seven, Fan Man Yi was dead. Jeez. Panic started. They didn't know what to do with the body. Why she even died? Obvi- obviously, they killed her. But they're like, "What happened?" Yeah. Um, they did not know what to do next. It was just panic. Panic mode immediately happened. They just argued all night, trying to figure out what the fuck they should do next. But eventually, they landed on Chan, Chan's idea. Wait, whoa. or Chan's idea? Like, why are they even panicking? Because you did all the, that to somebody, they're going to die. Because, yeah. Well, because they – well, I read, like, a couple different accounts. One, they're surprised – I guess they assumed that her body would continuously, like, regenerate. Like, she oh would be kicking God. it after a while. And now they're panicking because they live no, in an apartment. No, but you shit into her wound. She's going to go septic and die. Yeah. 
and like the orange pus. I mean, obviously, yeah. shit like that happened. No pun intended. But um, yeah. So and they were panicking because like the smell, like you know, rotting f- human flesh is a really unique smell. They're in an apartment. How are we going to get out body out of the apartment now without causing mm, any disturbance? Yeah. They got in panic mode. So like, we're gonna get in trouble. We're going to jail. Fuck, 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 fuck. What should we do? So Chan or Chan had the idea um, to cut up her body into smaller pieces um, and then Ew. boil the body pieces to boil off the fat and muscle, which has been a common theme with multiple episodes of mine. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and just kind of see, take it from there. So he went and grabbed a saw. He and his buddies, her body's already in the, the uh, bathtub. So they grabbed the saw. His buddies helped him. And they uh, started cutting up her body into these small, tiny pieces. Damn. Um, after they cut up her body, they threw the body pieces into um, like hot water. And they would boil off the fat and muscles off of her remains to stop the body from smelling. Um, while they boiled different parts of their body on the stove, they would use the same kitchen utensils and the same pot sometimes to make themselves dinner. Jesus. So they would like stir noodles with <gasps> her boiled fat and muscle to make them like ramen. <laughs> Damn. Um, they also, with her like organs and stuff, they put her organs in the fridge or freezer, things like that. Um, now, after they got through the majority of her remains, they just had a bunch of bones. So they decided to give the bones to a bunch of stray dogs. So they just threw okay. them at stray dogs and like homeless people. Um, they did that with the majority of the bones except her skull. So they took the, stu- the skull and they stuffed it into the Hello Kitty mermaid doll that they mentioned at the beginning Damn. of this segment. And they sewed it shut. So, Ah Fong described this entire gruesome story to the police you know, while they were looking in the apartment. Yeah. And uh, with her help, they were able to locate and arrest Chan Ma Luck, Lang Xing Chao, and Long Mao Wao Lun. So Chan and his fuckface friends told a completely different story, however. They told police that Fawn was, was a prostitute of theirs and that she overdosed on meth and died. And the men panicked because they knew if they, like, call authorities about, you know, one, a prostitute, two, a prostitute that OD'd on meth, three, they have meth, four, a dead body, they're going to go to jail. So they decided to cut up her body and dispose of it to try to avoid a jail sentence. Yeah. So now the police had two stories, a 13-year-old girl versus three grown-ass men who were in a triad. Um, so the police were just continuing to go through the apartment to try to find any clues to either prove that the men did torture her or that she OD'd. Now, in terms of what they found of Fawn, um, what they found was the was her skull and the doll, a tooth of hers on the floor, and her organs in the fridge. Jesus. Now, without an actual body, they couldn't determine the exact reason of death. Yeah. They couldn't prove without a doubt that the men were 100% responsible for her death by torture or by drugs or really what happened. So, all three men were charged with manslaughter. No. All Fong was given immunity because of her help with the case. So... All three men kept on turning on each other. Wait, during- she just let go? Yeah, she's kicking it. Somewhere completely anonymous in China right now. She's speak. like, you know, late 30s, early 40s, just yeah. kicking it. Totally. So all three, because she was 13 in 1999. So, yeah. yeah. So all three men kept turning on each other during the case, but they had very powerful lawyers because they were part of the triad. So they knew... Um, let me restate that. So the lawyers knew that there wasn't a way to avoid jail time because, like, they had skulls. They had, I mean, it's obvious the girl died in their care. 
Uh, but the lawyers did everything they could to get as little jail time as possible. Damn. So in December of 2000, all three men were found guilty of manslaughter and sentenced to 20 years in jail with the possibility of parole. Oh, that shit. means they're eligible for parole next year. Next year. Yeah. I know. Shit. So the death of Fan Man Yi was all over Hong Kong, especially the part about her ghost. So people would go to the apartment complex to uh, contact her ghost for oh, yeah. years until they eventually demolished the building. They demolished the building in 2012. So okay. it went on for 12 years of ghost hunters, of just ghost amateurs, of everybody yeah, going like to try to contact her ghost. Stuff like exactly. That. Yeah. Um, so they demolished the building, and now it's a hotel. So there's a haunted hotel. That's for a you, haunted Corey. ass hotel right there. So do fun- not stay at that goddamn hotel. Yeah, it's haunted as hell. So fun- unless you want to be haunted. <laughs> unless you want to be haunted by a bloody drenched ghost girl that's bitter as hell. Yeah, fuck that. So Fan Man Yi was brutally tortured, raped, and eventually killed by three monsters, with the help of one child monster. A life was lost and a son is now motherless because of Chan Man Luck, Long Xing Cho, and Long Wao Lun. Those Fuck monsters them. who embody evil have the possibility of walking free next year. Jesus. And they're probably what, like, they could easily be in their 20s. Did, well, you, did you say how old uh, they were? Yeah, Chan was 34 Jesus. and the other two were in their 20s. And that was in the so year they're 2000. Just like, so in their 40s. They're totally capable middle-aged men. Oh, yeah. Totally. They're like peak like age for men when they're released from jail. Shit. And they're part of the triads. They're just going to go right back to the life they were before. Jesus Christ. And they're just going to yeah, walk. Yeah, that's like the only way they're going to be able to get a job. They're going to walk fucking three. We'll get free. money. And like why they're probably going to walk fucking three. I mean, there's like, a, you know, she was a sex worker. And so, <laughs> you know, if she was a high up richer person of society i'm yeah. sure they would have pushed harder for exactly for but she the, was a sex worker so yeah she's no a sex worker cared. so like yeah. and this kind of ties into like the horrific crimes against all sex wor- workers sp- specifically like trans workers and yeah. people of color and things like that but still i mean it's so fucked up this whole situation so that is the hello kitty murder damn yeah, yeah. black trans women and sex workers have like the highest death rates yeah 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 and it's and yeah, whenever they get murdered, if they do find the murderers, I mean, here they are. They're walking. They're probably gonna walk free next year. Damn, not crazy. It's fucking sad. That's just. I just again. I just like what? How could you like like you? Okay, so like you remember the times when you're like on drugs, you're like on acid, or you're like really high and you would just like be in 46 and you're like i feel dirty because this place is dirty yeah and you're like i need to leave or go somewhere yeah yeah. or like if you're like not if you're not doing well in school at that time you're still you're like tripped out about it the entire time yeah (laughs) so i like just don't get how can you like for a week like rape beat shit in the open wombs of some girl and then go do meth in the other room while you listen to her moans. Right? I would go insane. I Yeah. I, and, like, these fuckers are just going to walk free next year, probably. It just Like, Chan so Mon Luck probably won't because he was, like, the ringleader. But the other two dudes, they they probably will. Yeah. Like, this time next year in China, they're just gonna in Hong Kong, kicking it. they're kicking it. Like, in the triad again or yeah. whatever. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know what the triad, I would assume that they're probably still in. Maybe if they were caught, the triad will be like, no. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. But yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, fucked up. The whole thing's fucked up. So anyways, how's your sex life, Corey? Uh, My sex life is horrible because I've just been sick. Yeah, we've been sick as hell this whole week. 
Yeah. It's going to be a boring. Oh, we do have stuff to talk about from last weekend, though, before we got sick. What do we? Man, I'm a Dan. <gasps> Man, I'm a Dan, y'all. Oh, uh, also, I don't know if I said it last time, but uh, Crop Top and I uh, just talked. And I, 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 I mean, we didn't decide. I more of just said, like, hey, uh, we're not going to continue dating. So sad. 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 Yeah. I don't think it's fair for me to say that we both decided, but I was more just like, hey, I think it's best if we do this. And he was like, yeah, but he didn't come to me decided. So, yeah. Sorry, Corey. Yeah. So it's sad. So I'm already sad boy about that. Yeah. And I've been like that. And then I got sick. But back to Man of Medan, because that's actually really fun. It was such a fun video game, you guys. It was so fun. It was a good one. Okay. Yeah. Wait. I need to think about this. Okay. Really fun. We love Until Dawn. Yeah. Super excited for Man of Medan. We actually had a really fun time. We didn't keep everyone alive. We fucked. We uh, fucked up. Okay, but one of those deaths, <laughs> I don't even know how it happened. No, one of them, like literally, we were just like, oh, okay, maybe they died, and we didn't even really know until like ten minutes later. Yeah. So I think that one was like poor game, like level designing, or totally. whatever you want to say. Yeah. It was poor writing and poor game designing because yeah. we didn't even know how it happened like yeah. it happened and we were like wait we're like we're like oh wait did they just die and then we were like nah and then like 10 minutes later we're like oh fuck they died but then one of the funniest moments of my entire <laughs> life happened during that game i thought about that today and it made me laugh so the entire game <laughs> Corey, tyler well chris is passed out on the couch you got yeah. way too high well, like for the first out. half of the game chris was there yeah and so this is a five-hour game at the end of the game it was me Corey, Tyler, and our new friend Kyle. Have you you've heard some things about Kyle so far? Yeah, probably you've heard. Us he's our kickball. He's our kickball captain. Yeah, and he's probably yeah. gonna officiate me. And Was Jordan's our kickball fa- captain now friend? So he so this entire time, like me, Corey, and Tyler were picking like the opposite choices that Kyle wanted us to pick. Like <laughs> the every single time without fail, the three of us would choose. Like the complete yeah, yeah, opposite. Yeah. It, yeah, almost literally, it was that bad. I felt yeah. bad. I was like, "Oh fuck!" And then finally, <laughs> or it'd be like you and Tyler and Chris would pick it, and in my mind, I would just I would want to pick what what Kyle wanted to pick, but it was like majority rules. Yeah. So I never really stated what I wanted because I had the controller. <laughs> so then, because Tyler and I are too nice at video games. Yeah, yeah. Tyler and I are the bad ones to play with. But anyways, so finally, towards the end, we let Kyle have one. Where Kyle said it, we're like, "Fine, Kyle." Like, because he was like, "Ah!" They were like, "You make this choice, fine." So Corey chose Kyle's choice, and like half no, of a second no, later, no, no, it's funnier because he he literally just said it, and I was like, okay, sure, fine, and just went with it. So go, sir. And so like half a second after, <laughs> we were like, okay, Kyle. So we we clicked his his response. The one of the girls gets shot in the head. Shot in the goddamn head. Like immediately, like he killed. Spoilers. One of the you we won't tell you who or how or what. Yeah, yeah. There's guns everywhere. But there's so. guns everywhere. But like, yeah, this bitch dies. Yeah. Within half a second after <laughs> we finally let Kyle have a choice. Like literally, it all happened within like three seconds. <laughs> where we're like, this conversation starts and when the characters and we're like, wait, what the fuck? And then Kyle was like, yes, this it and the, or like the dialogue gives us an option. And then Kyle's like, this one. And I was like, okay, cool. And then. Within dead. three seconds, this girl shot in the goddamn head. It was like hysterical. <laughs> like I was crying laughing. <laughs> yeah. Like all like we had to like get up and take like walk around living rooms for laughing. Because we were so laughing hard. so hard, it was pretty damn funny. <laughs> it was a fun video game, y'all. 
It's fun. I love those. They're just so fun. Yeah. They're such fun party games. Until Dawn is better. Yeah, but definitely. Because the, the, the funny part about Man of Medan is like I said at one point, I was like, this game like really isn't as fun as Until Dawn. Like there's not any spooky moments. Then as soon as I said that, it, it got, got like batshit crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, ah, okay. It did get spooky there for a second. It gets spooky it there does, for a second. But it took, it took it a while to get spooky. It, t- it was too long. And like we do have some critiques. There's a lot of reading. There's a shit ton of reading. And 90% of it's it not important. For it to be half intended as a party game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. there's so much reading and there's so much info to remember. And, like, 90% of what you read wasn't really, like, applicable it, to It's just fluff. It's just fluff. Yeah. That you feel which like. Which is gonna... good, which we like. Yeah. But it was too much. But reading. I feel like they could have done it in different ways. Like, he pulls up the letter and it, like, shoots you back to, like, a bat, like a... Yeah, like, it was definitely like lazy. It was definitely a little bit... Or, well, I mean, and they, they have lazy, limited yeah. resources. The graphics aren't as good. Yeah. It, they have limited resources, and they only sell the game for $30. So they, they, they literally said before they were going to do... They're called the Dark Pictures Anthology Series. What this is going to be is they're going to release six games that... Are catered are are catered to different sub sub genres of horror, mm. um, and so there's gonna be like five or six of them that come out every six months. Yeah. So I mean, they are supposed to be a little bit lower quality, but it's still fun. It's okay. still fun. Yeah. But yeah. There. Well, there was just some parts where I was reading. like, I was like, lazy. Yeah. It just felt lazy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, they could have like showed us the same piece of information in a totally different yeah. way. Yeah. And and Even it broke like an from the scariness file. too. Yeah. Did you like sit and read for like two minutes, and you're like, oh. Okay. Well, yeah, exactly. Like if it was a like. 15 second really urgent message that yeah. would have like added to the urgency which adds to the tension and the scare yeah. but instead like we had to sit there and like some of the pages was, like two or three pages and you're like jesus christ i don't care yeah and Corey and i did not we weren't i think we were wearing glasses but we still couldn't read it because it was like cursive it was so small yeah <laughs> small God damn. I yeah could, like half read it that was um, like my biggest that pinup girl though where she like was around the corner that was that was fun yeah that was a or, really yeah that spooked me that was a good because they don't even focus on it but it yeah. was there and you're like what the fuck yeah and it wasn't yeah that it started w- spooking me out it was it was fun it was yeah. a fun time it was definitely a fun time good times if you haven't played until dawn go play until dawn and if you like until dawn then buy these other games yeah, yeah. or buy this one because it's 30 bucks but it is not as good until dawn well though is like you're like holy fuck this can't get more batshit crazy you think that like four times and it gets more batshit crazy and our recommendation how we play until dawn is we do it um in sync with the time that they go through it so we start the exact minute they start and we try to end the exact and like we played it what three times now yeah and we've landed pretty close to the time that they end yeah if you i think if you start at like 7 or 8 p.m yeah you can go until it's like 5 40 or, something. or like 5 or 6 yeah yeah maybe even 7 i forget exactly but we usually take like an hour break or like a two to eat pizza to like eat pizza and stuff like that but it's fun because also because you get really tired and kind of delirious like it kind of adds you know, yeah it to adds it. to it because you're like holy fuck and the end gets so crazy and you have to like hold your controller still and i remember it was like five in the morning and you're like god damn it Corey! don't move that fucking because <laughs> it was just me and Corey yeah. wake because everyone else ditched us yeah they all fell asleep and like we've been up for like 36 hours at this point and i'm like god damn it i can't keep this but fucking that's what the characters still. were going through in the game yeah yeah so they're it's super like, delirious it added like a whole realism element to us yeah. it was cool so go through until dawn and so we play that goddamn game yeah it's a fun one that was the most clearly the most exciting thing that's happened to us all week is man and madame yeah man and madame um, we've been sick all Oh week. my god. Guess what I saw? What? I saw, be- uh, thanks to Kyle, I saw Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. It is a 1995 film. It's like a, it's like a queer film. 
Um, it's not even, I wouldn't even say cult because it has Patrick, it stars Patrick Swayze and Wesley Snipes and John Leguizamo. Mm. Um, and they're all drag queens. Oh my God. I saw a Patrick Swayze documentary where it talked about him being a drag queen. I was yeah. like, what movie is that? Yeah. Um, it is hilarious. And Wesley Snipes in drag is the like best thing I've ever seen in my entire goddamn yes. life. <laughs> I love it. There's like, it's so like every five minutes there's a gif worthy like just like any for any response any bitchy response Wesley Ugh. Snipes is just so fucking hilarious I love it um it's a great movie go watch it everyone it's on Netflix right now cool yeah I'll watch it yeah well I'm oh we need to watch it with you okay the entire time Tyler was like dear god we need to watch this with Channa oh cute yeah. uh-huh. that's cute uh-huh. um maybe we'll watch it this week or something we should um so yeah sex life just been sick we keep us saying that we're just sick we're just sick but we're recording on wednesday we're recording like for eight hours probably a wednesday yay it's gonna be a long one but hopefully you're both okay i mean i'm gonna drink but hopefully you're i'll be good by then but i probably wouldn't drink okay maybe it maybe i'll have yeah beginning yeah calm our nerves from work we're gonna leave work early to do it sorry hopefully i'm good by then so uh yeah oh we're also going to spirit of halloween this week everybody yeah Bakes works there yeah bakes and i have a whole because Corey's bookshelf inspired me so i'm doing a whole mantle thing for halloween Ooh, i should post bookshelf you should post it to our insta or send me the picture or something yeah i'll send you the picture nice so anyways how's your sex Ooh, that's asmr (laughs) life (laughs) bye bitches see y'all next week stay slutty